on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have. Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for. Cruise the internet. We're going to throw up topics on the screen. We're going to talk about what's true, what we think is not true, and then how we can be solutions to these problems going on in the world. Other times when you tune in, we have Q&AF. Q&AF is uh, Q&AF. You get to submit questions and we answer them on the show. So you can submit them a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email your questions in to askandy at andyforseller.com. Or if you go on YouTube, now that we're on YouTube, uh, and drop your question in the comment section underneath the Q&AF episodes and click subscribe, we'll take some from there as well. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk, some stuff that I think needs to be heard, needs to be said. Uh, and then we have occasionally 75 hard verses. 75 hard verses where somebody who has completed 75 hard, the initial phase of the Live Hard program, Comes on the show, talks about what it did for him and uh, what it can do for you as well. And you can get that program, the Live Hard program, for free at episode 208. Now, that's on audio feed only because we weren't on YouTube until just the beginning of this year. So uh, that's episode 208 on the audio feed. We'll get the program for free. It'll change your life. Uh, and then we have this thing called the fee. And the fee is uh, very simply, tell someone about the show. All right. You guys know that we get censored. You know that we get fucked with. You know that we have a hard time getting our message out there because we speak the things that they don't want us to speak. And so uh, if you want people to hear those things and you support the message and you want the world to change in the direction that we talk about on the show, I need you guys to share the show. So uh, when we say pay the fee, that's what that means. All right. What's up? Yeah, man. So what's going on? Oh, not much, man. Just another Monday here in the uh, land of the pretend free. <laughs> right home of the pretend brave good old missouri yeah. yeah actually in missouri it is we're we're good here pretty much america yeah we're good here you know people it was crazy because uh did you see that flash mob that that went through beverly's hills and nordstrom i got you oh you did mm -hmm. well it was funny because i had some of my buddies because that was just yesterday i think a couple of my buddies reached out and they're like bro this shit's getting scary i said yeah for you right <laughs> it's scary for you you've had your head in the sand for the last fucking however many years or up mm -hmm. your ass or somewhere yeah like this is why we have guns here and this is why we don't fuck around in missouri and this is why i live here mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like that shit does not happen in places where citizens are willing to not tolerate the shit yeah and it's funny watching all my like because like it's all my california friends and they're all you know they're the all ones who didn't leave Bro, they're all, you know, they're good dudes and shit. I like them and whatever, but they're different, right? They don't, they're, they're worried about the internet. They're worried about business. They got their heads in the fucking sand. They're not really paying attention. They think I'm a like super crazy conspiracy guy. And they're like, fuck, hey, is, is Andy, okay? Like they don't get it, yeah. you know? And now this shit's starting to touch them. Just like we talk about every, si we've been talking about this every single time we do cardio outside. Like people do not care until it comes to their front door. Yep. And now you have Beverly Hills, Nordstrom getting fucking raided by you know criminals and you got all these people who are like oh you know I can't believe this is happening this is happening because of your inattentiveness to your own community situation Merry Christmas that's why this is happening yep. this is happening because instead of understanding what you're voting for you vote for the shit that these 
campaigns tell you to vote for it, which that's what it is. Mm-hmm. They, they hire influencers, they hire celebrities, or they blackmail them and they make them push this thing. And you guys have had your heads up your asses and now you're dealing with it. And yeah. all of you guys out in LA and all of you guys out in California, let's be real. You're getting what the fuck you voted for and what you deserve. It's harvest season. I have zero yeah. sympathy for it. Yeah, no. Because you guys are the same ones for the last fucking 10 years have been preaching to all of us about how we're there's something wrong with us and we're bigots and we're this and we're that. And now you're learning. Now you're learning the lesson. Bro, they've planted those seeds four or five years ago. It, dude, and honest, now, now, I'm being real, yeah, now the crops are coming if in. If I'm being real, dude, it, <laughs> it kind of warms my heart to see. Like, I'm being honest. Because I've gotten lectured by every single one of these people yeah. over the course of the last 10 years of being friends with them. And I'm still friends with them. Mm-hmm. But now I say, well, see, this is what I've been trying to fight for, asshole. Yep. You could have fucking supported me the whole time. Maybe this shit wouldn't have been happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, even have you seen the videos too of like even just the car break-ins? Huh? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like people just like these these criminals just running up to cars, smashing the windows, grabbing all the suitcase uh, and luggage and stuff out the, the went through the windows. It's like it's there. These, Bro, these are, this, this, this is what you wanted. This particular guy was like, "This is going to turn into the wild wild west." I said, "I said no. It's already the wild wild west. People just don't realize it yet. Yeah. They don't yeah. realize it. Like I don't drive anywhere anywhere." Without my pistol, literally like ready to go on my fucking console or in my seat. Like it, like you got to be ready and you better be prepared. And this is the wild, wild west and y'all voted for it. And now you got to deal with it. Yeah. And that's real shit. Yeah. Guys, stay tuned on this topic because we got that coming up just shortly. Uh, but Andy, before we get there, I wanted to bring this up, man, because this guy is literally everywhere now. And I know um, our viewers, you guys have already seen him, but I wanted to get a genuine reaction right here on Real AF. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, Oliver Anthony rockets to number one on iTunes with Rich Man North of Richmond, uh, folk song condemning DC elites. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. It, it, it's it's amazing. Um, I wanted to. I got the video here. Let's play a little bit of it. Uh, and let, let's just let's get a genuine reaction here. All right. Here, uh, here, here's the song by Oliver. So I've already Anthony. heard it. I thought it was awesome, but we're gonna get a genuine reaction. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's, let's get, get it right get, here. Let's yeah. let's. All right. Let's see your reaction. Right, let's do yeah, it. Let's talk about. Hold it. on. Uh-oh. I gotta get ready. Uh oh, because I got I got. It's have been a, a minute. It's got to be genuine, you know, kind of like this, not ad, right? Like, <laughs> like this is this is definitely a genuine, not an ad. Is that a new can? This is a uh, no. This is oh yeah, it is. We got this is our second run. We got a little redesign. We got a little redesign on third run coming too. We're learning, learning. But all I know is the inside is what counts, right? That's, that's what a, they tell us. Now that's the official this can is of the whoop official, ass. This is the official. This is orange sunrise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is the official flavor of whooping ass. <laughs> All right. I had someone I post that. the other day that cherry lime, he was opening a can of whoop ass and he had a he had a cherry lime. And this is like going into battle dressed like strawberry shortcake. Bro. <laughs> like you ain't scaring nobody. There's no whoop ass happening out of out of cherry lime. Yeah. Cherry lime, that's the peasant flavor. Oh man. Like you that's that's like if you're gonna whoop some ass, everybody knows. It's this delicious orange sunrise. First form energy. Now, how about that for a genuine not ad? That, that's genuinely not an ad. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Yeah, let's check out this video, man. Oliver Anthony, Richmond, north of Richmond. It matches his beard. It does. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. Bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. 
Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is Living in the new world With an old soul These rich men know the rich men Lord knows it all Just wanna have total control Wanna know what you think Wanna know what you do And they don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end That was badass. First man. of all, let's be real. Like, he looks like he's from Missouri. Mm -hmm. Okay. Second, I feel like I've seen this guy. I have too. Like, I Wallace saw him this morning at the gas station. Yes. Four of them. But here's the thing <laughs> this is the greatest thing about it. That's real America. Yeah. That's the majority of people in this country feel the way that that man feels. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're American, Indian, or whatever else you want to identify as. Yeah. He's talking about Americans. No. And <clears throat> what I thought was interesting is all the communist dumb fucks and the socialist dumb fucks on his comments on that page thinking that he's talking about anti-capitalism. No, he's talking about the rich men north of Richmond, which if you go on a map and you look at no. the city directly north of Richmond, Virginia, what city is that? It's oh, that's Washington, D.C., and where do all these tyrants live? And who's trying to control everything? And who's making these rules about the dollar being shit and us being taxed to death and all the things he's saying? No, he's talking about the government, not your local entrepreneur, dumbasses. Holy shit. <laughs> like these people are so dumb, you can't even like talk to them. Yeah. Like they're so fucking dumb, you can't even talk to them. Anyway. This guy's awesome. Dude, Here's what I thought was cool, too. Beautiful. Did you see yesterday um, who sang with him? Yesterday? Jimmy Johnson. I saw that. Jamie Johnson. Bro. And a lot of people are like, a lot, a lot of you guys, when I talk about Jamie Johnson, you guys are like, who? Yeah. Uh, he's like the best vocalist and probably best songwriter to come out of Nashville in the last 50 fucking years. Yeah. Okay? He's amazing. And the dude shows up at this guy's little concert and starts singing In Color, which is his most famous song. Which I thought was amazing. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's fucking dope. As of right now, I think he has uh, he has a total of three uh, songs that are in the top ten for iTunes. Which I don't think there's any other musicians that have ever done that. Which I mean, like, if, if this is not one of the most accurate, I think temperature checks that we've had in in a long time. Like this is this well, this is it, bro. Yeah, is it though? Because like we've seen this since 2020. Mm. Remember when they were run, running fake polls? on Yahoo, and they were saying, would you patronize a restaurant that forced people to show a vaccine card? And 85% of the people said no. Yeah. Like, the, the data has always been there. Mm -hmm. We've always, it's, if you look and you don't listen to MSM and you don't listen to the internet and you yeah. don't listen to these talking head dumbasses, if you look at the data and you know how to read in between the lines to look at the indicators of culture, the numbers have always been right where, where they are. Mm -hmm. They've convinced us through propaganda over the course of time that it's not this way. They've used bots. 
They've used influencer deals. They've used Hollywood leverage. And I say leverage because I don't think they're paying these people. I think they're blackmailing these people. But they've used every single tool in their tool belt to make us think that we were alone. All right. And this man singing this song about these issues that most of America feels right now. This is just another indicator of how people are responding. I don't think it's the first one. I don't think it's the best one. I think his music's amazing. I yeah. think he's got a tremendous voice, dude. I mean, even that, those are guitar skills, bro. I mean, this guy's tremendously talented and he's clearly put in a lot of work into this. I would, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he's God gift talent. I guarantee you he's worked his ass off to be that good. Yeah. And he's good. And I'm glad, it, I'm glad it's happening for him because yeah. he deserves it. Yeah. Dude, I, I think the, like, what I like the most are like the lyrics, man. Just like the, yeah. what, it, what he does with those lyrics, like even the minors part, like that second verse. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. bro, like that's some deep shit, man. Yeah, what was the line? Uh, uh, I wish politicians would care about miners, like coal miners. Not just miners on an island somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, meaning like, Epstein's island. Meaning Epstein, bro. Like yeah. that, That's some deep shit, man. And I just like the way he called it out, man. I think yeah. music, between music and comedy, bro, like those two things. Tell the truth. They tell the truth. Yeah, but dude, also, we got to remember that like a lot of these people, you know, blue collar America is, first of all, I know there's a lot of 20-year-old kids that think they're too good for blue collar shit, uh, which is a big problem, but also presents a massive opportunity. And blue-collar America is, is the backbone of our country, and it still is. It will be forever uh, unless we allow these people to, you know, encroach on it with AI and robotics mixing together, which mm -hmm. is a real thing that could happen if we don't regulate it or resist or stand up. Listen, we're, we're at a key point in human history. Like, if, if humans don't stand up for human beings at this point in time, the entire civilization of humanity will crumble. It will fucking crumble. Okay, that's what we're dealing with. And people do not get it. And I, I hope. I hope that people start to get it. But, you know, this situation with. You know, how. What, exactly what he's talking about, how these people in government are behaving in a way that is completely contradictory to all of real America and their, their livelihoods. You know, it's it's insanity. And. and it's cool to see people noticing, but like, dude, you guys that are noticing just now, you're so far behind the curve that like they might still get their way because you all been sleeping. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's real shit, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think. Uh, but let's get into our headlines, man. Let's start this cruise. Remember, guys, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them there. Uh, you can also drop down in the YouTube description below and find them linked there as well. Uh, so with that being said, Let's get into the nitty gritty. We got a lot of other things to cover, but this is the biggest story of the day. We got to talk about it. Let's get to it. Um, this is uh, headline number one. Headline number one reads, Maui wildfires leave trail of death and destruction. This is uh, CNN. Uh, this is uh, their version of live updates. Um, and they're talking about what they're covering. So the official death toll has reached 96 in the wildfires of Maui. Uh, and there are warnings it could rise further. The blaze that devastated the historic town of Lahana is now the deadliest U.S. wildfire in over 100 years, officials said. Um, as Maui residents sift through the ashes of what used to be homes and beloved landmarks, some say the island is struggling to provide housing for those displaced uh, by the fires. Now, there's a lot of 
interesting developments, we'll call them, all right, that are, that are all circling this thing. So I just thought it'd be good that we cover them and, and, and let's see what we get out of this. So one of the first things that, that, that came up, um, this is also a CNN headline, uh, surprisingly, but it reads, Hawaii has a robust emergency siren warning system. It sat silent during the deadly wildfires. So this was kind of one of the first things uh, that kind of developed out. Like, why were not, like, wh- where were the alarms? Where were the alerts? Where was the notification that something was wrong, right? Um, and the CNN article reads, uh, Representative Jill Takuda, a Democrat, said the state, quote, underestimated the lethality, the quickness of fire, and that the redundancies in the emergency alert system failed. Hawaii residents have long been accustomed to the monthly test of the outdoor siren warning system. So all of this was underestimated. Okay. Um, now, there's been a lot of people that has been jumping on to, to help. You know, obviously, this is a real situation, right? There's definitely been people that are affected by this. Um, and so there's been a lot of, uh, you know, different organizations that are coming out trying to put resources together to help. Um, our good buddy, actually, Mike Glover, he, he chimed in on this conversation on Instagram. Um, and Twitter, uh, he uh, tweeted this out. It says, quote, Maui is 100 miles from the biggest U.S. bases in the country. The death toll is above 50 plus and many more missing. Where is the surge of support for Americans? Where are the military helos and planes? If we can surge for Ukraine, why can't we surge for our own country? You know, he went further on to say on Instagram, he says, quote, most deadly natural disaster in American history. And where is our gov? How about we flex that $24 billion just proposed for Ukraine to assist our own citizens in Maui? We should be mobilizing the might of our active military support in the biggest conest development, uh, deployment in modern history. Guess you'd have to be awake to do that. I'll be posting resources where you can help fellow citizens this week on Prepped Life. Uh, if you have vetted means of support, leave them down below in the comments. So he's been, um, you know, there, there's been a lot of, like, I guess, grassroots activity around this uh, natural disaster or disaster, we should just call it for now. Um, but one thing that has been um, kind of on a lot of people's mind is, is where's Joe? Where's Joe? Uh, Biden sharply criticized after saying no comment in response to death toll in Hawaii. Uh, absolutely terrible. Here's the video. Um, so they're trying to get Joe Biden to make some type of comment. Mind you, this man's vacationing right now. Okay. It's not been to Maui. He's not been to Hawaii. Um, and this is the first time they were able to get him on camera and ask for a comment. This was his response. Uh, nothing there. Yeah. So critics responded to Sink's post and hammered the president's response, saying it was embarrassing. Uh, MSNBC host Mehdi Hassan, who frequently defends the White House, said Biden's reported response would, quote unquote, hurt him and called it unforced er- uh, errors. Um, here's the picture that was shared that, that started the whole thing. He's just been been on the beach chilling. Now, it's been going on five days when you guys have heard this podcast, but four days as of today when we're recording. Um, and it wasn't until about four hours ago that anything coming from Biden or the White House came out. Uh, and this was the first tweet that came out from President Biden's uh, Twitter page. It reads, uh, quote, as residents of Hawaii mourn the loss of life and devastation taking place across their beautiful home, we mourn with them. Like I've said, not only our prayers are with those impacted, but every asset we have will be available to them. Um, Andy, what do you got on this? Well, I mean, look. 
there there's a lot of different stories coming out of Hawaii mm -hmm. um, that don't really go along with the narrative that it was just a random fire. Yeah. Um, you know, there's people talking about direct energy weapons. Yeah. There's people talking about it being set intentionally um, because that particular area of Hawaii is occupied by natives to Hawaii who have refused to sell their property for generations. Um, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, but they haven't sold it like other places in the country, like BlackRock uh, cannot buy their property. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, it's just interesting that of all the places that this takes place, you know, it takes place in a place where the, the, citizenship, the citizenry is resisting uh, the buyout mm -hmm. of, of the area. The government hand. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh. And, you know, this aid that they're talking about that, the, you know, the government uh, supposedly gives them, like, you know what they're doing? The, people don't realize this. They're basically offering people interest-free loans to, uh, to rebuild their property. So, like, let's say you owned a house there. It burnt down, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're saying, well, okay, well, that's okay. We'll give you a new mortgage that you can rebuild on and it's interest-free. You just got to pay us back later. While they're sending literally at the exact same time $24 more billion to Ukraine. There's no payback on that, right? This is how we get treated as citizens. And we're not treated fairly. And these people aren't representative of us. And this is just becoming another show of exactly how much they do not give a shit about the concerns of the American people. In fact, like I've been saying for many years now, their goal is to make everything worse. Their goal is to make us feel pain beyond what you could probably comprehend. Because I don't believe this is ever going to stop. No. I, don't, I don't believe that there's a basement to this. I believe that their main, their, their, I believe they are going to eventually put us into the Stone Age. No internet, no power know nothing for a period of time to try and restart under their new system. Force the reset. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, we've been talking about these cyber attacks from apparently, you know, quote unquote China and all these issues that Klaus Schwab has been warning about. And who's to say that they're not planning on attacking the infrastructure, shutting down the power directly after the fact that they report or they force everybody to change over to digital currency. Imagine the chaos that could be created if they forced everybody to go to digital currency and after they went to digital currency, they shut the power off. Imagine what would happen. All right. Now that's, that's in my opinion, their end goal. I mm -hmm. think that's the last thing that they're going to do to totally put us in a position where, you know, they can come in later and say, Oh, you know, we have this great solution to this. And the solution is their globalist system, right? Because when, when, when it's literally the wild, wild west and people are killing each other in the streets over bottles of water, any sort of order is going to be accepted. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way you're going to get American citizens to accept some sort of communism is by making it so painful to be anything else. And this is why American citizens should be standing up, should be speaking up, should be getting involved should be uniting with their neighbor, should be realizing that this isn't a left versus right, Democrat versus Republican, black versus white issue. This is a American people versus a out of control, tyrannical government issue that will only be solved 
if the citizens of this country come together and realize what's actually happening. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of theories about what's going on at, at this situation in Hawaii. You know, uh, some of the things I read from people that are actually supposedly from there, and I didn't verify, um, but that the death toll is much, much, much higher than what they are predicting now. Yeah. I've heard in the thousands. Well, yeah, some people are saying that, like, well, the the the, the first responders, search officials, incident command, they're saying that they haven't even searched they're more not, than 3%. Yeah, they're not letting people in and out, no. from what I heard. And I also heard the reason they're not letting people in and out is because a, a lot of the parents were actually at work. And this particular area, there was a lot of children at home. And because allegedly school was supposedly canceled on this day. Mm. And so we have a whole bunch of, we have a higher percentage of child deaths than normal. And the reason they're keeping it so tight from what I've been reading from multiple sources, which could be bullshit, okay, because I don't know these people. But the reason that they're keeping things so tight is because they don't want people to riot and like literally kill the government down there. Well, you and, see what they're so, also alluding to too, bro, right? Like what, what's the narrative that there are? Like, and of course they're coming with it because it's their new agenda. Climate change. They're trying to blame this on climate change. Yeah, of course they do. They're going to take any pain or suffering that, that is created um, whether it's man-made or natural, and they're going to use it to push their agenda. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. That's what they've been doing for years and years and years. We have videos and pictures and a number of arrests and prison sentences to show that a lot of these wildfires that have been set in California and Canada were actually set by climate activists. Mm -hmm. They were set by people pushing for climate change and then ran with by the media and by the quote unquote thought leaders of the world, which they're not thought leaders. They're monetizing a fake movement that isn't real in order to get funding. All right. So, and we have, we have number of people who have come out over the course of, you know, this whole climate change initiative that have shown the light on what's actually going on. And the, the, the two films that we like to talk about here because I think they're the best films on the subject are called Agenda and Agenda 2. And you, 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 I think you could see those still on Amazon Prime. But uh, those films discuss exactly what the climate agenda is all about. So who's pushing the climate agenda? Mm -hmm. It's the same people that are pushing for uh, digital IDs. It's the same people that are pushing for digital currency. It's the same people who are pushing for, like Oliver said in his song, total control. And that's what we're dealing with. And these people are not going to let up. They're not going to give up and they're not going to stop. Even if that means killing their own people and setting their own fires to provide the evidence for their argument. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, dude, this is, we're getting into like mass criminal activity that cannot be tolerated. Yeah. Citizens cannot tolerate this. No. Well, then you couple that with like the immense lack of transparency or honesty and not knowing what's true and not true, bro. It's, it's, it's going to create that intentionally. Yeah. That's all part of the demoralization you know? process. I want to bring up something too, that, that I've been seeing too. I'm not sure if you, if I'm, people I'm, are confused like that, bro, they don't know what to fight for. Cause they don't know what's yeah, true. Yeah. Half of it's very we, difficult. Half of, I would say more than half of what we fight for down here in, in real world, right, is, is our differences on our perception of the information. Mm. Okay, that's a huge problem. Yeah. This wasn't like this. Like, like 20 years ago, you got a lot of you young guys listen to the show, you don't know that this was, wasn't always like this. Like the media wasn't always a propaganda machine to the extent of what it is now. Yeah. You know, they're intentionally creating a scenario where we have to argue with each other about what information is true and what information 
is not true because they understand that if we argue about the data that we're given and we question the information that we're given, that it's impossible for us to unite. Mm -hmm. When in reality, what we should be doing is we should be uniting around the core values of what it means to be an actual American and looking for the similarities, not the differences amongst our fellow man. And, yeah. and realizing that like, look, dude, uh, you come from this walk of life. This guy over here, he comes from a different walk. I come from a different walk of life. And you know what? We're all getting taken advantage of by these people that are supposed to have our interests in mind. And we're going to have to put whatever differences aside for a minute and work on solving that or none of us are going to even have anything to argue about. Yeah, yeah dude, it, it, it's fucking crazy, man. I think it's like, you know, it is funny to think about, but like, I mean, even me, when I'm putting together these, these outlines, right, and I'm reading through these headlines, you go to one place and they say it's fucking red. You go over to this place, it's fucking blue. Yeah, that's like a, complete opposite. That's intentional. You know, people can't understand the idea of of media outlets uh, being compromised, right? Yeah. But also putting out different information. Like a lot of people have a problem understanding that Fox News, for the most part, is part of the media matrix. Mm -hmm. Now that they've gotten rid of Tucker Carlson, these people, for the most part, are just there to provide the alternative to what the liberal media says, yep. okay? And there. the reason that they do this and the reason that both of them give various accounts of the same information is to stir the division amongst the population. Because if we're arguing over what's true and what's not true or what may be true, then how can we find what it's supposed to be that we have in common so that we can work together to stop the stuff from happening? Exactly. They understand that. They're playing that game. We, the people, haven't gotten smart enough yet. We're still arguing over you know, dumbass shit that they tell us to argue about, like like how much melanin we got in our skin. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's real shit. I want to bring up this last little point on the story, man. That that, that I've been seeing. I'm sure you've probably seen it also. Um, but this guy right here, okay. Um, so this guy, oh, the police chief, is the Maui police chief John Pelletier, okay. And I've been able to confirm this on my own. Like it, it's this guy was the incident commander at the Las Vegas mass shooting. Which has, never been, which has never been satisfactorily solved. No, okay? or they, investigated. They gave us a bullshit story three days after the event, and it was closed. Like this dude just randomly carried up a fucking arsenal to this room, and nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you and I travel quite a bit. Yep. How many times a day are, is the service in the room? They're in there at least once a day, even if you have do not disturb on. Yeah. All right. So this guy. They have to be. Yes. So this guy <laughs> carried up all these guns, all these weapons, had all these resources. He's he's a borderline elderly man. And he put like, do you think of the physical exertion it would take to fire that many rounds into that crowd uninterrupted? Like you're talking about like people who have never shot guns before. They, they don't think about these things. No. You and I have spent extensive amounts of time with firearms. You guys who served in the military or have been trained in the police, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, this is, this is not something somebody who was in physical good shape could even accomplish. They couldn't even do it. Like, my dad, like if you put my dad up there with all that shit, he couldn't even physically do it. You know what I mean? And this is, there's so many holes, and I'm missing a lot. And forgive me much. for you guys who are more well-rounded on the situation than I might be. but. We all know that there's some a lot of shit there that hasn't come out or hasn't been told. And all of a sudden, this guy's in the middle of this of this new one. Bro, come doesn't on. make sense, man. No, it doesn't doesn't make sense because 
we're looking at it through the perspective that these people care about us. If, if we look at it through the perspective of the reality, which is they don't care about us and they want to hurt us and they're willing to do anything they can to get their way, then it actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's real shit, man. That's real shit. I just thought, man, dude, yeah. Yeah, guys, jump in on this conversation. I'll tell you this. Hawaiians don't fuck around, bro. No, they don't. Hawaiians, these Hawaiian people are going to get to the bottom of this, and there will be, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if an uprising happens there. You saw they kicked Oprah out. Listen, Mo. Listen, listen, dude. There's, there's more. There's, there's a bigger picture here that it could be as well, okay? And, you know, normally this is where I put my tinfoil hat on, but I'm not gonna because I don't want to disrespect the people who've been affected by this because it's fucking horrible. It's shit. Okay? But, you know, who's to say that they wanted this land, they figured out a way to create this, this tragedy, and they wanted to test the response. Because I can tell you this, if they had done this in like the 48 states here, mm. there would be massive riots at, at this location. So who's to say that they aren't testing out the response because this is an island that mo- the rest of us can't get to? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't trust these people, dude, at all. Like, I, my, my perspective is, and I understand that it's not palatable for a lot of people, but my perspective is, very simply, these people hate us. And they're willing to do anything they can to push us down and raise them up and create distance between the peasant class, which is us, all right, and them. And that's what they're willing to do. And if that means killing us, if that means making us take a, a, you know, an injection that wasn't tested, if that makes us ignore uh, effective therapeutics, if that, makes, if that means that we have to look the other way as millions of undocumented military-aged males come across the border or crime burns our cities down— and we point these things out and we're a bigot by these people's standards, then I'm a fucking bigot, bro. Because I'm not letting these people point, do this shit without saying anything. Like these people are destroying your country, my country, and our livelihoods, and they're doing it rapidly. And the only reason they're able to do it is because we can't get along. And we can't realize that we have a common enemy. That common enemy is not your local entrepreneur or you're, you're the white guy that lives down the street, or the black guy that lives down the street, or the, the random troll on the internet that fucking hates your guts. You guys are all in the same boat. You don't get it. You're in the same boat. And until people can realize, and they've set this up so perfectly, dude, because the way the internet is now, it's created this scenario where people are willing to do anything for attention, okay? So they will take situations and argue over them for clout on the internet, not realizing that by arguing with people over a lot of these situations, we're creating the division that they want, which keeps us from coming together, which is the only solution to our current scenario. So we're playing right into their plan. And, you know, apparently we're as stupid as they think we are. Yeah. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments. Uh, hashtag, where's Joe? Uh, let us know. We'll definitely uh, probably be keeping keep updated on this uh, this this um, topic because I'm sure there's more information. It's fucking horrible, out. bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but guys, before we go into our second headline, I'm gonna take a minute. We're gonna cruise the comments. Uh oh, we're gonna cruise the motherfucking comments. <laughs> What's yeah. this? Yeah, so we're gonna pull up. I'm, we we pick. We've been going through our YouTube, um, looking at some of the comments. First of all, you guys are fucking amazing. Um, appreciate all the love and support. Um, but is this your idea? Uh, it's a team's is, idea. You guys, you, what do we, I don't get to know about the ideas no more. No, 
So what are we gonna do here? How's yeah, so we're, we're, we're just gonna throw up one one. We pick we pick what we thought was the best comment. Okay. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna just go through that comment, and uh, now we might have a little something for for, for the best comment. All right. You know? Yeah. So it's so on YouTube. This is on YouTube comments. Yeah. This is uh, the YouTube comment section. So guys, again, make sure you guys are subscribing, liking. And get down active in that comment section, guys. Maybe maybe you'll be the next one we pick. But uh, for uh, this episode, we're going to go over to Pauly7075. Uh, this is his comment here. It reads, all right, boys, I just got to come here to let you know your message is spreading and it is being heard. I live in a small suburb outside of Dallas named Wiley, Texas. Yesterday morning, as I was walking my dog, I had my black one-piece shirt on, two points for it being black, um, and my earbuds in listening to Real AF. As we got closer to a gentleman walking in our direction, I looked up and he pointed at me and smiled. I took my earbuds out and he said, I'm listening to Andy right now. I replied with, today's episode, me too. And that made me damn proud to know there are much more like-minded people around than they would like us to believe. Much love, brothers. That's cool. That's pretty fucking cool, yeah, man. That yeah, so cool. that, that's Polly 7075 Polly, we're going to be in contact with you. We got something special for you. It'll be coming your way. So uh, it's not dick pic. It, it's going to be whatever's in Madat's left pocket. So was that? We take, I think we take a trophy away for that joke. <laughs> yeah, I think we take one away. That's awesome, though. Yeah, no. Shout out to Polly, man. You're a real ass fan, man. We appreciate you. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. A, that's a cool little segment. Nice little, yeah, nice yeah. and easy, man. All right. Nice and easy. I thought we were going to put some troll comments up there and talk hey, some shit. You know what? Sometimes we might. We got to do that, too. Yeah, well, sometimes we, hey, listen, it's yeah. going to be like a box of chocolate. Yeah, we ain't blocking out their name either. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, they'll get it. You're getting full exposure. We'll send them something, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that might be a dick pic. <laughs> that might be <laughs> Joe's dick pic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, let's keep this moving, man. Let's get right into headline number two. Uh, headline number two reads, a video shows aftermath of California Nordstrom ransacking by oh, a shit. huge flash mob. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I told you we had them, dude. It's Andy Domus up in here. Hey, man. I think we're just we're just like in sync. Yeah, you know, it's because we're brothers. I was gonna. I mean, yeah, that's we're one brothers. <laughs> He's black. I'm white. <laughs> we're brothers. Do, 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 do. Yeah, you know, I, right? I'm with it, man. Bro, you know how many people at your wedding said that we look alike? A uh, shit ton. Yeah. Yeah, shit like ton. All, all your black relatives said feel, that we look alike. I feel like if So now was... I'm wondering if, like, do black people see different than white people? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? Like, what like do you I'm mean? saying, like, do they see a different thing? Like, comes out their eyes? Is that different? What do you mean? They said we look the same. We don't look the same. I mean, I think when we cleaned up, we, we like, suits. I mean, if they mean we look the same, like, fucking two. GQ pimp motherfuckers. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, you know. Yeah. They might have a point. <laughs> I'm just wondering. It's the beards though, man. I, I got told know. that like 50 times at the wedding. I was told that a, a bunch yeah. too. Yeah. No, that's real. I think if it's this kind of like, like when people get married, they start to look like each other. I think that's really what it is. Yeah. We spend so much time together. Yeah. That ain't a bad thing. I just want our credit scores to look like. Well, they might. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. no, so let's get it. So you alluded to this. So you you talked with a friend that was talking about this this stuff going on in California. Yeah. Yeah, what about him? I mean, yeah. I mean, let, let's let's dive into it because I got the videos here, man. This, I mean, look, dude, I like these people message me now all the time. They're yeah. like, oh, dude, oh, the world's falling. I sound like I told you. Can you believe this? I fucking told you. <laughs> like I've been telling you since since you know me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it ain't changed, man. Let, yeah. Let's let's dive into this a little bit. So for those of you guys who don't know. Uh, this is a Fox News article reading. Today, 
Around 4 p.m., a mob of criminals stole items from the Topanga Mall with an estimated loss of sixty dollars to $100,000. Topanga division officers were on the scene quickly and have several investigative leads. To criminals, it is just property taken, the Los Angeles Police Department wrote on X. Uh, quote, to those who live in the area and patronize the Topanga Mall, it is a loss of feeling safe, the LAPD added. Um, so here is a... Uh, here, <laughs> yeah, okay. The LAPD added, no shit. Well, that means do your jobs. We're not allowed to do our drugs. Yes, you are. Do they let jobs. them out. Lock their ass up again. Yeah. I mean, shit. Uh, here, here's one video that captures this intense moment inside of Nordstrom Rack. Let's check this out. Yeah, so so footage capturing the ransacking in progress showed suspects inside the department uh, department store rushing to its front entrance with bags in hand, scooping up whatever merchandise they can while tripping on racks to make uh, to to which some items were still attached. Um, Fox 11 in Los Angeles reported that police said the mall was not evacuated. And one man who was sprayed with bear repellent was treated by paramedics. Now, here is a video of the post um, ransacking um, of, of that Nordstrom. Things are just fucking destroyed. Look at all those people, dude. Look at all those people like acting like they're surprised. Yeah. I guarantee every single one of those people voted fucking Democrat. Guaranteed. 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 I can't believe this is happening. Well, they probably, they you, probably needed the merchandise. Bro, they needed it more than we did. If you pulled your head out of your ass and out of the asses of these Hollywood celebrities and started recognizing what the fuck you're actually voting for, you would stop this shit. No. And I have no sympathy for this. Like, no, man. People in California, you get, you're getting what the fuck you deserve. Real talk. And those of you who say, oh, I vote conservative, or I voted for this, or I voted for that, well, you didn't do a good enough job talking about it. Mm. I got on to one of my other buddies the other day, just yesterday, the same day, because he said something about uh, voting uh, against Biden or something, and he started getting attacked saying, oh, you're a 2024 Trump supporter. And then he makes this like long apology inside of his thing, like saying, you know, that's like not apologizing, but more so justifying mm. that he, you know, just be like he was like, just because I don't agree with what's going on doesn't mean I'm supporting Trump in 2020. Listen, that's the problem going on right now. All of you people keep apologizing for pointing out things that are clearly and obviously true. All right. Stop apologizing for what the fuck you believe. OK, I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Bozo the Clown. I don't give a shit. We need someone who's going to clean this shit up. Okay. And those of you apologizing and justifying your positions on things, you're just enabling them to attack you. They're getting, bro. They won. When they attack you, say, yeah. That's your right. You're fucking right. You like what, the, dude. You didn't? Listen, we were at your <laughs> wedding. We were at your wedding and yeah. I, was in a, I was in the elevator and it was me and a couple dudes from the photography team mm -hmm. and like six other people I didn't know. All right. And one of your cousins was like, bro, I listen to your show all the time. It's fucking amazing. 
And somebody else, and I told you who it was, says, well, we'll see if you guys are talking that same shit when Trump's back in office. And I'm like, listen, bro, this had nothing to do with, with, with left, right, black, white, whatever. Like I, I gave him a fucking talk right there. You know, like, dude, we have to stop this shit. We have to stop thinking that like, because other people tell us it's shameful to vote a certain way, tell them to eat a fucking dick. Yep. A big one. Yeah. Like big black dude. Really? For real, dude. (laughs) Like you guys out here, like all you guys in California, you know why you're doing, you know, like all the conservative minded people or the people who just stand for common sense. Do you know why your state is a shithole? Because you're a pussy mm. and you won't have the conversations needed to have and you won't state the truth that you observe and you continue on with your little Instagram life talking about things like it's perfect. And now you're in a shitty spot and you're in a shitty spot because of your own cowardice. Yeah. Real talk. I mean, dude, look at this real quick. So this is uh, from Daily Mail. They put out this 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 uh, article's uh, headline reads San Francisco is dying. Before and after video shows the mass exodus of huge brands like Crate and Barrel, CVS, and Office Depot from the crime-ridden city caught in a doom loop. And I just want to show the pictures. I mean, I'm not going to go through the article, but just look at these before and, think and after, of this, bro. The, Gavin Newsom is the guy that the establishment is going to try to put in as president substitute yeah. for Biden. Because he's doing such a great job. Bro. Like, look at this shit, bro. Like, this and is, these dumbasses will still vote for him. These a few pe- of them. Dude, these people, No. They will say, oh, they, they, will, they will say, well, it's not Biden, it's Newsom. Mm. Like, dude, these people are, they, listen, their IQ is so low or they're so attached to their own identity as a Democrat that they refuse to acknowledge what their policies are actually creating. And that's very dangerous. We cannot wait around anymore for these people to understand. Yeah. We cannot wait around for them to cross over. We have to assume that they're never coming and we've got to go build the country our own fucking way. The majority of America, which is common sense, good hearted, good people. And we have to say, hey, you know what? Shut the fuck up. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. And because you guys are all Christians and, you know, you like to turn the other cheek and give people 17 chances. Listen, this is what this is creating. We have to stop with this shit. We have to go back to an eye for an eye for a minute to set a standard of accountability. It's real shit, man. Like, I, I, dude, I see these pictures, man. And it's just like. Well, this, I'm going to tell you something else, dude. And this, this is going to spread. Listen, dude, I'm going to tell you something else. And this is some real shit. And you guys can say whatever you want about me or whatever you want. I don't care. But a white person can't even point out that all those people were black without yeah. being attacked as a racist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think that creates more racism or do you think that squashes racism? No, that, Creates more racism. Okay. Intentionally. We can't even point out actual facts of the matter. We do not see big mobs of white people doing this shit. We do not see it. Bro, I did this shit, man. I saw this fucking reel the other day. This is funny. So I saw this reel the other day, and this is a black dude. I think he was in like Costco or some shit, right? And uh, he's at the liquor section, okay? (laughs) And he's like, man, look at this stuff. You can't believe this. And he starts, he starts, he pans the, the camera on the liquor, right? And the Hennessy, uh, the Crown, uh, Casamigos, Patron, it's all behind these like locked windows, right? Mm-hmm. Like these locked little cabinets, right? And he pans over on this side. He's like, but look at this side. And it's like, you know, uh, Johnny Walker, Maker's Mark, you know, uh, you know, other stuff, right? He's like, why is this stuff not locked? So I commented on there. I said, what the fuck do you think it's locked for? It's fucking black people still in the shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, 
Let's, let's, listen, let's, dude, let's call spade spade here. Listen, this is Im- highly embarrassing to most black people. Oh, no, I understand 100%, that. Listen, 100%. I understand that. I'm not trying to generalize. Yeah. But what I am generalizing on and pointing out is that until we can point at the actual problem at hand and where the problem exists and what part of the community is doing the problem without being called racist or bigot or having their career destroyed, it's impossible to solve the problem. All right. So like in no way am I generalizing that this is a black problem, but it does so happen that there is a segment of the black population doing almost all of this shit that we see on TV every day. And I'm also not so dumb to realize that that's intentionally propagated to make us have racism. What I'm pointing out is, is that we have a legitimate problem amongst the segment of society. And the solution is the men who are black and who are part of that society to stand up and denounce this shit and become leaders within the black community. Bro, that, that's the only way this shit will be. That's clear. right. We, the, the accountability from. It cannot come from other cultures. It has to come from inside. We Correct. have to, like, like we, we as a black community, we have to say, hey, listen, we're not with them. No, that's bullshit. Handle that. Yes. You know, and I think, and I, honestly, I think that's going to start coming. I think it's already bit. starting, it's to, starting happen. to happen. Dude, yeah. listen. You know how many people at your wedding I had great conversations with about the state of the world because they listen to the show yeah. who happen to be black it's a lot of and them. they were, yes. And they were telling me like, Hey dude, uh, you know what you're saying is true. And, and I understand that. And for us, like they were just agreeing with everything that we're saying. And until we can start pointing out the problems in society and saying, okay, here's the, pro-. like, bro, if you have an a, a, a area of your body that's fucked up, you don't just pretend that it's not okay. fucked up, no, it's not there. right? Like you don't just act like, you know, well, I've got this problem with my dick yeah, right. and I don't want to talk about it because it's embarrassing. The problem just gets worse. Right. Okay. So we understand oh, this it's is just a- my pinky toe. Like, no, <laughs> Dude, bro, listen, dick. <laughs> we got an area of the country that's been completely neglected by the people that these people continue to vote for, have been intentionally oppressed, have been intentionally misguided, have been intentionally propagated through culture to think that all this shit is cool shit, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and by the way, who propagates that? Oh, that's Hollywood. Oh, that's that's the music industry. Okay, Some people own in the well, prisons. Well, why would yeah. those people propagate that information and that culture to a group of people to create an uncivilized society if they didn't have a way to profit off of it? And so, dude, we have to, black culture has to truly, the leaders within black culture have to truly step up and say, dude, this is unacceptable shit. Dude, real quick on that too, I want to say like, and, and if you're listening to this and you're in the black community, like we're not, I'm, and I know you're not talking about this, but let's just be clear. The leaders we're talking about, these are not the not fucking Al Oprah. Sharpton. No, not Oprah I'm, Winfrey, not yes. fucking LeBron. These not are Michelle leaders Obama. who you don't even know their names yet. We're they talking about regular, grassroots, everyday yeah. black men and women who are embarrassed by this behavior, which I, dude, I had that said, I had that comment said to me 30 times on fucking, yeah. on a, a Saturday. Yeah. Like, dude, this shit's embarrassing. So, like, we all agree and we all know it's a problem. So, why can't we just talk about these problems so that they can get corrected? It's real shit, man. And we got to, man, because if we don't, it's only going to get a thousand times worse, man. Because that's the worst dude, part about it have, is how it's incentivized you had, uh, you to had, keep the current. Uh, you had one of the major black rappers. Uh, why something? Why? It wasn't, it wasn't ye. Joe? No, it was, it was some dude who... Uh, they posted that clip and he commented, he tweeted underneath it. We're just getting started. No, bro, we're done with that energy. That energy in 2020, we're, we're fucking done with that. No. We're not just getting started. 
And in fact, if you try that shit all over the place, there's going to start to be real consequences for it mm -hmm. because people are tired of having their businesses fucked up. They're tired of having their communities fucked up. They're tired of having their young nieces and nephews shot by random stray bullets and young men and women dying well before they were supposed to even, before they even got a chance to live. We as Americans, not black Americans, not white Americans, we're all done with it. You're not just getting started. It ain't happening. It's real shit, man. I'm fucking tired. I'm, I'm tired of it seeing it propagated. Yeah. Like, this ain't cool, man. None of it's cool. Nope. Oh, and I, I saw a comment on the, on the Nordstrom video. You know, none of that affects you, so why do you care? Actually, it does affect everybody. What you don't understand is, is that the more of that shit that happens, you have insurance costs that go up. When insurance costs go up, your company makes less margin. And this is, if you have a job, you, you would understand this. <laughs> uh, but your company makes less margin, which means they can grow less or they can pay their people less. And it creates a situation where you and everybody else has to pay more to cover these kind of things happening. And there's all kinds of other down the line issues that this shit creates that nobody ever thinks about and talks about. You know, one of the comments that I heard recently was I asked a guy, he was arguing with me in person about what was going on in the world. And I said, and I said some shit about, do you think like, uh, like, do you not want to pay less taxes? And he looks at me and he goes, well, somebody's got to pay for it. And then later in the conversation, it comes out, he doesn't have a job. Mm. So no shit someone has to pay for it. You, you get what I'm saying? Dude, like, bro, we have, a, we have this. That segment of society shouldn't even be allowed to fucking, they shouldn't be allowed to comment on anything. Like on social media, no. Get your shit together and then you can You're about five us. steps away from reality of what actually needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. segment of society that doesn't contribute anything, they don't belong in society. Because societies only work when the fucking people contribute to it. When society works. Okay, so when you have a job and you pay your taxes and you're an upstanding citizen, then you could have the right to vote. Outside of that, you should have no right to vote. And that doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. That doesn't matter if you're... Well, Andy, that sounds dictatorship-ish. No, it doesn't. It, that sounds like the people who contribute are actually the ones guiding the direction of the country. That's how it's supposed to be. That is how it's supposed to be. And we've gotten super... Our founding fathers didn't think that fucking 6% of the country wouldn't be working. That could work, that wouldn't be working. Like, that was never a part of the... Like, they, they, they were not prepared for that. I don't think so. No, dude. You know? There's a lot of bullshit going on. For sure, man. <clears throat> and major reform needs to take place, and major actions need to be implemented that are going to be hard for, like, a lot of people to stomach. Yeah. yeah. It's real shit, man. Guys, let's get on to our third and final headline. Uh, headline number three, man. This is... Uh, <laughs> who, who is gay? <laughs> let's dive into it, because it is picking up a lot of steam around. Um, I just want to see what your take is on this. A headline reads, Obama's letter to ex-girlfriend unredacted. I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. All right, let's be real before okay. I even get into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make love daily, but only in the imagination. And you become the most powerful human being on the planet. And we're expected to believe that you don't indulge in your own sexual fantasies that you have at your fingertips any point in time ever. Okay. Obama must have lived that live hard program, man. He's got discipline in check. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if yeah. who's gay or who's not. It makes no difference to me, but bro, come on. He's got all the options mentality. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, so, so this is a Daily Wire uh, headline, a Daily Wire article reading, 
The news comes after historian David Garrow, who wrote Obama's 2017 biography, Rising Star, The Making of Barack Obama, uh, during a recent interview with journalist David Samuels, talked about various aspects of the president's life, both politically and personally. Garrow said the letter was the most surprising thing he learned about Obama. The New York Post reported that the redacted portion of the 1982 letter, which is owned by Emory University and no one is allowed to photograph, was transcribed by Garrow's friend Harvey Clare, who sent to Garrow. Quote, in regard to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal, perhaps, to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life, Obama wrote in 1982. Quote, you see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. Obama, 21 years old at the time, said in the letter to Alex McNear that his mind was part male and part female. Quote, my mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women, as opposed to men, uh, he said. Quote, but in returning to the body, I see that I have made... I Shit, man. It's because of that gray font. It's fucking me up. Are you sure that's what it is? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't here. know. It's always on Daily Wire, like, articles, bro. Yeah, we make it hard on you on purpose. Yeah, fuck, man. Um, quote, it's all that, it's all that deep seated racism. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah fuck, man. How did it fuck DJ up with the word butt, bro? <laughs> quote, got him. <laughs> <laughs> quote, but in returning to the body, I see that I have been made a man, and physically in life, I chose to accept that contingency. Uh, now, what's more about this whole development is Barack Obama's brother, uh, Malik Obama. He's been very, very vocal on this exact same thing. This headline reads, Barack Obama's brother claims he's definitely gay. Uh, the former U.S. president's sibling has responded to his defense of LGBTQ-themed books and children libraries. Barack Obama's half-brother in Kenya has reportedly responded to the former U.S. president's effort to promote the inclusion of LGBTQ-themed uh, books in school libraries by suggesting that his half-brother, uh, his half-sibling, is homosexual. Quote, this man is definitely gay. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Why are you gay? Malik Obama purportedly said on Monday in a since-deleted Twitter message, uh, the post, which has... Uh, Bro, which was, say it. Say it the way you say it. <laughs> Why are you gay? Why are you gay? Who is gay? Who is gay? <laughs> you are you gay. Are gay. <laughs> <laughs> the post, which was reported by multiple media outlets, came in response to a letter in which uh, Barack Obama denounced the banning of controversial books in children's libraries, including at least one that features graphic illustrations of gay sexual acts. Now, um, he also, uh, Malik Obama, uh, Barack Obama's brother, also just came out saying, yes, I'm all in and backing uh, Trump in 2024. There's a lot of stuff developing here. This is his brother here. This well, is yeah, Malik. dude, everybody's backing Trump. That Listen, everybody's backing who isn't on the Democrat side hoping that it saves the world. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. where we're at. Yeah. Like, people don't give a fuck anymore. Like, you throw in a million indictments on Trump, it's just going to make him stronger. The dude's like Thanos at this point. Yeah. Throw more shit at him, he's going to get stronger and stronger. More money. Like, this crazy... Th yeah, bro, this crazy indictment shit that they're doing now, like, bro, they're using laws that are, like, literally 100-plus years old that haven't been used in 80 years. Like, they're doing all... Like, whatever. That's not the point. 
I don't give a fuck if he's gay. I really don't. But I think he is. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, man. I, listen, I don't know, man. You know. What do you What do you think? I like genuinely. What difference does it make? It's all, I don't no, care either. It doesn't now. Now listen. Now if it comes, I don't down, think him backing LG. I'm just going to be real. I don't think him backing LGBTQ books has anything to do with him being gay. I think that has to do with him being a part of the communist agenda. Pushing that narrative. Yeah, to demoralize yeah. society. I don't think that that those two things have anything to do with each other. I also happen to think that yes, he's probably also gay. Yeah. He I get the gay vibe off of him. I mean, I've never been around him, but I mean he fucking <laughs> appears. The gay vibe. Obama. Like, no, no, no. Like what's what does that mean? Like, I don't know. I could just tell. You can't tell? No, I mean, but like, like walk me through that process. Like, what's the vibe? Like, if a dude gives you the vibe that he likes to fuck dudes, that's the gay vibe. So it's just like this, like, six. You can't tell? I can tell. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, like, there's... Can I'm, you not tell? Can you guys... Am I, am I talking shit here? I can tell. Like, I can tell you when a dude's not gay if he's gay. Wait. <laughs> Bro, there's a lot of dudes that are gay that don't know they're gay. Or they're afraid to be gay. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. you could... I don't know. I feel like I could just tell. Gotcha. Yeah, they look at you different shit. Hmm. I'm, listen, you got to say whatever you want. I'm just saying they look, they look at you different. They look at you like you would look at a girl. Okay. You know? Right. And you've been looked at like that a few times. More than a few. I'm very popular with the gay community. Okay? Real talk. They think I'm the big bear, bro. I, get a lot, I got a lot of gay fans. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, hit, there's nothing me. wrong with that, I don't man. care. Like, yeah. I don't care. I'm just not gay. Yeah. You know? I like the old, you know, the way, the other way. Old dick twist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I like that too. <laughs> but all just right. all myself. Yeah, I get it, man. That's fine. <laughs> like, dude, look, man. All right, let's, let's go. <laughs> let's go there. Let's go there. What about the old theory that you believe? What's that? About who he's married to. Oh, yeah. No, no. Listen, there's no doubt. That, that's Joan good. Rivers. Joan Rivers said that. Michelle Obama was a dude, and then she died like right after that in a surgery. Why has nobody ever been sued for defamation or slander or you know? I mean, can you you can sue for that, right? I don't. I I think you can sue for whatever you want. Like if I say that you're, but they'd have to sue the whole world because that's how many that's people true. are talking about this. It's true. Dude, I don't know, man. I just I just know this. Like I've seen the bulge. <laughs> you don't know. How do you know that's not Photoshop? I don't know, man, because I mean, I don't believe anything on the Internet, dude, like these these yeah. truther pages and like all this shit. Like, yeah. bro, I saw pictures of the Hawaii thing with like a beam of light coming down and people saying, oh, this is direct energy. We caught it on camera. That's no, it's not because if it was direct energy. It would probably be microwave it'd be invisible anyway. Mm. Like you're not going to see the shit. OK, like there's so many. There's so, this is the whole point. We we're talking it's the about overflow, not knowing what is true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's intentional because if we're always arguing over what's true and what's not, we can't unite, no. you know, that's but true, like, man. you know, there's some pictures of Michelle Obama when she was younger where she, it looks like two, the same, man. two gay men. They look strong as shit. Look, <laughs> <laughs> she does look like she could do some deadlifts, bro. bro. I'm just saying. She's going to keep up on show today. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think we could hit a back workout, Dude. you know? Like she could keep up, I'm, but maybe, maybe that's the argument for, for women and men's sports. I don't know. Maybe. But like, all I'm saying is it's possible. Hey, it's 2023. Man. What do you think? Like, I, really? What do you think? I think she's a dude. Really? I, I think the chick has a dick. Really? I do. 
I do. And like, listen, that's your speculation. That's just allegedly, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, listen, drop them. I'm Let's back see. and forth, bro. Show, prove it. Like, I'm prove back it. and forth. I can't tell. Like, so, like, I prove it. I can't tell. And he does feel like a gay dude to me. He does, man. So, I, like, I wouldn't. Here's what I'll say. I wouldn't be surprised to find out that that was actually true. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to anybody. I mean, listen, and by the way, nor do I care. No, it doesn't matter. But, but we're just talking about letters. what is the truth. Yeah, these are definitely like if, if it letters. came out, if it came out that Michelle Obama was actually Michael Obama, like a lot of people say. Wouldn't that push the trans narrative? Yeah, I would. But I don't, I wouldn't fucking care. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, as long as you're not fucking with kids, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, live how you want to live, dude. This is America. And this is where the conservatives get mad at me. Oh, uh, America's a Christian nation. No, it isn't. It's a secular nation. It was founded for freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. That's the point. Not just one. That's correct. And so, like, dude, like, some of these people on the right are no less crazy than these people on the left. And I understand why moderate people cannot stand the right. Like, I get it. Like, I get why Joe Rogan sort of has always sat on the left of center side. Because, dude, when I look at these people, I think they're fucking insane, too. But here's the reality. We've drifted so far left that we have to have a correction back towards that culture or dude, we're gonna our our society's going to crumble. We'll lose it all. Yeah. We'll lose it all, man. That's real shit, man. Guys, that was our third and final headline. If you want to jump in on this conversation, hop down to the comments. Hashtag secretly serviced. Let us know. You like that? Like uh, that has secretly serviced? Do you get it? No, but it's great. <laughs> Look, man. It's great. Like Secretly service, you don't get it? No, I get it. I, I got it. I was just slow to get it, bro. Oh, okay. I was playing it off, but now I get it. It's funny. Secret, is it yeah. secretly I'm going to give you a trophy for that. Please. <laughs> Guys, let us know. That being said, that was our final, uh, third and final headline. It's time for our final segment of the show, guys. As always, we have thumbs up and dumb as fuck. That's where we uh, bring up an article. We go through it. We talk about it. And we get one of those uh, two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, What a blessing. Missouri teenager pays off lunch debts for students at Farmer Elementary School. This is pretty sweet. Good old Missouri, bro. Just hold on. So we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine. And, and we've got kids in schools in our public school system who have parents who can't afford to pay their school lunch debts. Sounds about right. Y'all think they care, they care about you. Yeah. They, they don't fucking care about any of us. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's dive into this, man. Um, so a 14-year-old in North County, Missouri. Okay, North County, St. Louis, they're talking about. Is this North County of North North St. Louis County, or mm -hmm. is this North County, the county? This is like... Like down by Bonterre. No, no, no. This is North St. Louis. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, so a 14-year-old is lifting the burden of school lunch debt from students at a campus close to his heart. Uh, Dewan Strickland knows that sometimes a child's only meal is the one they receive during school hours. KMOV reported on Wednesday. Uh, the big-hearted comic book author who created the Tech Boy Initiative is using the program to raise funds for young students who cannot afford to purchase cafeteria food during their time at school. Here's the video of uh, Dewan uh, starting his initiative. What's up, Team Tech Boy? Now, as you know, the school year is about to begin. And I wanted to go and restart my initiative of Austin Native Lunch Balances. Now, if you click the link in my bio, it'll send you to Hazelwood School District's uh, GoFundMe 
for the Lunch Heroes account, right? And my goal is to raise $500 to offset Nanny Lunch Bounces in the Hazelwood School District. So that's all for this video, guys. And let's get it started. Bye, guys. Yeah, so uh, as a fourth... That's awesome. Dude, it's pretty cool, man. Um, so the article continues, says, as a fourth grader at McCurdy Elementary, Strickland felt the pains of hunger many times during lunch. Quote, I didn't even know what could possibly be my next meal in the day, and it definitely was a struggle. Seeing all the other kids around me at, uh, be able to eat their school lunches, and I couldn't, it was really rough, he commented. Uh, Strickland's GoFundMe page, titled, Let's Help Eliminate Negative Lunch Balances, raised a whopping $2,000 um, of its $200 goal. Um, I want to take this time to thank each and every one of you who took the time to donate and help eliminate students' negative lunch balances, he wrote in a January update. Uh, this will help many families who are struggling financially. Your gen uh, generosity is greatly appreciated. Um, thanks to his big heart and generous donors, all student lunch debt at McCurdy Elementary has been paid off, uh, and a check was given to the school principal. Andy, what do we got on this? I think this is amazing. This, this is why we have to take care of each other. The government will never solve our problems in our communities. This young man is exceptional. This is amazing. This is what should be happening everywhere. And the fact that we have parents who can't afford to pay for their school's lunches to the point where they are creating a basically a, a debt program for lunches that they have to pay in a public school, when we pay the amount of tax that we do, that goes is to those fucking school, bullshit. Come on, man. This is bullshit. Okay. I want you guys, I'm talking to you guys in this room, to find out what the fucking balances are for all the public school districts here in this fucking city. We're going to do something about this. This is fucking bullshit. Let's do it. There's no, there's no reason that any parent should feel a financial burden when they're already being taxed to pay for this shit at the school in the first place. See, this is what I'm talking about restructuring how things work. We have a collection of criminals in Washington, D.C., just like Mr. Oliver's point out in the beginning of the show, who do not give a shit about you, your kids, their future, our future as a country, our future as citizens, they do not care. And in fact, they do not care so much that they make intentional decisions that harm our communities. They, they fuck with people nonstop. Every decision that you think they make is actually the opposite of what they're actually making. They, you think they're up there making decisions to benefit and make our life better. They are up there making decisions to su suppress the lowest class, which, by the way, that's the middle class and the lower class. Okay, They just call you the middle class because they don't want you to revolt. You're not the middle class. You're in poverty because you can barely pay your bills. In this country, with the amount of fruits and the amount of opportunity and the amount of success available for everybody, there should be nobody that is taxed to the point of 50 plus percent. And these people who are in poverty or who are quote unquote middle class, they think because they're not in the highest tax bracket that they're somehow getting some sort of tax break. You pay tax to buy things. You pay tax to own things. You pay property tax. You pay tax to fucking buy gasoline. You pay tax on every single thing that you do throughout the day. And when you add all of that tax up, you actually spend more time working to pay those taxes than you do working to pay for your own shit. And we're paying those taxes and they're now putting debt on parents who are struggling to even survive while they're paying those taxes. 
Dude, this is fucking absurd. This is absurd shit. And with small corrections in our system, all right, by people who think outside the rails, which is someone like me, and there's other people too, yeah. about creative solutions, this all could be fixed so easily and every single human being, Republican and Democrat, could have so much more money in their pockets, they, they can't fathom it. Like, bro, if you only paid 10% tax on your paycheck right now, how much different would your life look? It would look a lot different. It would look a lot fucking different. different. That's real shit that could be done if we didn't have criminals that we've elected stealing the money for their own causes and their own benefits and their own riches. Like, that's what we're dealing with here, dude. And this, people have to wake up. I mean, this kid is a fucking hero. This is real life American hero shit. He's looking out for his fellow citizens. He's looking out for his fellow people in the community because he once had that same situation. This is what America's about, okay? America is not about a bunch of old, crusty politicians who don't give two shits about me or you or anybody else ruining us financially because they know if they ruin us financially, we can't revolt. If people truly understood the amount of fuckery that is happening in our financial system, if they truly understood, now keep in mind, most people don't understand simple interests. Most people don't understand how to balance their own checkbook. Most people don't understand how to do their own counting. And why don't they understand that? It was intentional. It was intentionally not taught to them. Instead, they teach them 1,700 geopolitical social movements in school instead of teaching them basic shit like how to survive and manage your money. 2,000 different genders. Okay, right, exactly. They do this on purpose because an indebted society is a society that cannot revolt because they're starving. They're too worried about getting meals on their fucking plate to worry about what the government is doing. And they let us have just enough, just enough money to survive and have a little bit of good once in a while. You know, that little treat that you get mm-hmm. once in a while, like you could go to the ice cream store, or maybe you get to go on a little vacation somewhere. That's their little nugget they're throwing you. And they're throwing you these nuggets because if you truly understood what this was all about and how we were actually fucked as citizens of this country, there would have been a revolt 20 years ago. Kudos to this young dude. And I want you guys to find out what the deal is on this. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like a whole lot of money would fix this whole problem for a lot of people, at least in, in the interim. Yeah. It's the shit, fact man. that these people have debt on their fucking school lunches infuriates me, dude. Sad. It's unnecessary. And it's intentional. And, this, and, the and then we have, to, and then we have a young man kid. who's yeah. 14 solving the problem. When these other people who are worth hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in Washington, D.C., just continue to take from us. I'm doing shit about it. It's fucking bullshit. Thumbs up to this guy, man. Yeah, no, huge thumbs up. Yeah. That's, that's what this country's about. Yeah. People looking out for people. It's real shit. I love man. that. It's real shit. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. All right. You know the deal. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.